Hey guys, welcome to the ninth episode of Saturday School. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow us on Instagram for updates at mission.inspired. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify or on Anchor at anchor.fm slash sadschool. That's SAT school. Hey everybody. So today's a little bit of a special episode. Normally we have a guest, but today it's just me and Erin because we're going to be talking about how to find summer internships and programs. And I personally don't have too much experience with this, but I believe Erin did do an internship with a startup last summer. So do you want to just tell everybody about that to start us off? Okay. Yeah. I can give some context first is I had two internships last year. One was at a, one was a marketing internship at a education tech startup. One was at like a VC firm. I'm doing one right now at a startup for product management, and then I'm probably going to get one this summer. So I guess I have more experience than most high school students. But um, like my view is that I think every high school student should do a bunch of internships and especially aspiring business or like CS majors. Do you, should I go into that? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, I just think like when you go into college, you like the, the transition from high school to college is like high school is a lot more chill. There's a lot, it's a lot more generalist. Whereas when you go into college, people are a lot more set on their career ambitions and their goals and they're very directed at certain objectives. And it's like that culture, it's very easy to like, we as people learn by reference to other people. And it's very easy to get swept by that and kind of see like, oh, this person wants to go into um, like investment banking. This person wants to go into consulting. It's very easy to be like, maybe I should too. And it's, there's nothing wrong with investment banking or consulting, but it's, I think it's important to like also be introspective and like ask yourself like, wait, Aaron, what do I actually even want to do in the first place rather than just seeing what other people are doing? And so I think high school internships are a unique experience where you get like a little bit of a, you get a little ahead and you get some experience to see, okay, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not good at. This is the kind of work I enjoy. And this is the kind of work I don't enjoy. So I can, um, I can talk about one of my internship experiences. Yeah. Do you want to just go into detail maybe about like what you did and how it helped you? Okay, sure. So um, I worked at this one startup. I'm not going to drop the name, but I was a marketing intern. And like, once again, I said they're like education and for developers. And I was a technical content marketing intern. So basically what my day-to-day was, was social media, the Instagram. And then the second thing was writing articles about like software developer topics, like Python web development, performance testing automation, blah, blah, blah. And so like when you do those kind of things, like when I look back, I think about what did I enjoy and what did I not enjoy? So what did I not enjoy? I didn't like writing. I'm not a writer. I didn't like, um, for me personally, I didn't like how like I'd spend three days doing uh, an article and then I'd be on to the next project. I enjoy working on projects that are like long-term and I feel like there's a larger mission behind it. And then for social media, I enjoyed like creating a social media strategy. I don't enjoy creating the posts. I I don't enjoy managing the posts. I kind of enjoy social media, but I realized I, like I'm trash at it. So like, <laughs> like every single experience is like feedback basically. And it's really important to see what am I good at? What am I, what am I good at? What do I like? And it's also important to see what am I not good at and what I don't like. But I just think like, especially for people who are trying to get into business or CS, startups are a really unique experience because you're surrounded by people who um, like for the most part, like at least from my perspective, they, they had another safety net. Like they could probably be making more money. They could probably be working on like a larger company, which maybe is a lot more safe, but these people, like they're very passionate about the, the, the stuff that they're working on. And that rubs off on you because it teaches you like, okay, like there are actually people who are genuinely passionate about the work they do. 
and it goes back into like finding meaning from the work that you do which you know we've talked about before yeah I I see because like I think another thing I've heard like doing an internship at a major corporation like a fortune 500 company as opposed to a startup is like a startup is much more hands-on because they don't necessarily have like the resources to develop a more like structured internship so you have to do more like on the on hands work so like what yeah. do you see yeah. um well a, a startup you put on a lot more hats and that's just the nature of the work because like as a company scales there's more specialization so people are doing more specific work whereas at a startup there's just so much more to do there's less like like when you when you're in a big company you have designated people who are just focused on process structure and system and in a startup you don't have that so you put on a lot more hats but I think you should get, I think everybody, especially for business CS, like I said, get experience with startup and um, working in a large company. You like, you want a full breadth of experience. And then like, if you don't like working at a startup, well, great. Like that's feedback for you. If you don't like working in a larger company, well, great. That's feedback for you, but you need the feedback or else you're just making gut decisions. Right. Yeah. Well, have you ever done like a CS internship? Cause like, I think you, you've told me about like the marketing one, but. No. So, um, I don't like CS. Um, I don't like oh, co coding okay. so but no no that's like that just goes back to like knowing what you're good at and also knowing what you like right and yeah. so I know I don't but yeah I think I think the biggest thing uh, like for high school students is being able to like you're gonna realize like it's not easy doing an internship especially when you're getting paid and it's like you're gonna realize that like you will have to be challenged and it's like like being thrown in the deep end and kind of just scrapping your way around. And so it's like, there's a certain level of expectation you have to come in with. Okay, yeah. Well, thanks for telling us like about your experience in the internship itself. But I think another like really big thing that most people struggle with is like, how do you even get one? Because I feel like most of the, especially for CS, most of the internship positions at like major corporations are only open to college students. Like there's a very wide variety of those for like that age group but for high school students there's like basically nothing so like how did you find yours yeah so um all three of the internships that i've done are cold emailed so um because all of them are done through startups like let's also remember like corporations they have a designated process for hiring startups don't have a designated intern program and so when you're trying to work at a startup um like this is the thing Co um, corporations have an intern program they don't care about high school students. Startups, they don't have an intern program, but they do care, like they're very flexible so they can carve out a role for you. So that's why like startups are easier. But in terms of how um, I land the internships, it's, should I just like go very into the specifics? Yeah, like what, what was your process? Okay, so um, this is an iterative process where I think I've gotten better at, but I find like, what do I want? Like, what is the role that I want? So like for Elaine, what are you looking for? I don't know. Cause like, I guess I just want to study computer science, but I'm still not totally sure like what avenue I want to pursue specifically with that. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, like, like what you learn in school in CS is not the same as like what you're doing in your job. So like getting internships and like trying out different kinds of code, like am I into web development? Am I into this? Is probably a better experience to figure out what you're good at rather than going to school just because it's different, but anyways, that's kind of a tangent. Um, so like figure out like, what do you actually want? That's obviously the first step. So like for me, it's like this summer, I was like, I want to do product management. 
I want to get a product management internship. Okay, like that's the starting point. It's like, okay, now where do I want to work at? And I just find a bunch of startups and companies and I like, I'll look on like investment firms. I'll look on like Seattle startups. I'll create a list and I'll just create a list of emails. And so, okay, this is getting into the very nitty gritty in the weeds, but it's like- Okay, but that's helpful, yeah. Um, when you're reaching out to companies, you don't want to reach out to the generic. You want to reach out to somebody, like someone who is in the position of power to carve out a role for you, right? So um, for example, if I'm into product management, I'll reach out to the VP of product management. I'll reach out to the CEO. I'll for, like for you, maybe you'll reach out to the VP of engineering or like mm -hmm. VP of product marketing, but it's like reach out to the people who have the positions of power to grant you certain opportunities. Um, that's that. And so it's like, how do you even find the emails in the first place? You use tools like hunter.io and rocket reach. So it's very specific, but it's like, check them out. Like you, okay. you put in a company, you put in their name, um, you get their email addresses. And then you, like, I write an email template. Like I write a cold email. I see. Okay. Yeah. But I like, I think it's hard to like find it first. So it's like really cool that you've developed the actual process, but like, how do you, cause I think the, another problem with being a high schooler is that you don't have a lot of experience and that's like a big, probably the biggest factor in hiring. So like, do you Fair enough, try yeah. to demonstrate your technical skills at all? Yeah, I, I, that's a pretty good question. The first thing about um, finding an internship role is like an internship for a high school student, if you really want like a valuable experience, you don't find internships, you carve out your own internship or you create your own internship role, right? That's like, deep, that's deep. No, it, but it's true. Like, because um, like intuitively, if, if you were at a big company, why would you like, let me create this very unique position, this very valuable software engineering responsibility for a high school student. Like that just doesn't come to mind. You have to carve it out yourself, right? And so like, how do you do it? Um, it's a step-by-step -step process. And so you can probably, like you need a resume, you leverage your um, experiences at, like at high school clubs, maybe you've done some volunteer experience and then you have to like, you have to sell yourself. Like you are marketing yourself and so know which points to highlight. And then like also, re also recognize that like it's an iterative approach. So like for me, it's like, let's start with a free internship unpaid. And then once I get that experience, let me leverage this experience and try to go one step higher and then let me go one step higher the next time. And it's like, you keep going up. And he's like, don't settle for less for the next internship, but use the previous experience for the, for the next best one. Does that make sense? Kind no, of? I, I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's like leverage previous experiences to build up um, future experiences and then keep leveraging what you have in the past and the present for the next opportunity. I see. Okay. Yeah. That's but, pretty um, cool. About like not having experience. It's like, I don't know if it's just me, but high like in the business and tech world, people love high school young people who are ambitious and just aggressive. They use this word called initiative, Elaine. Initiative. No, I I'm know sorry. what that no, word no, means. Like, no, it's like <laughs> people will really respect you if you're aggressive. And if you like, you really write a really concise email and you're like, I want to join this company and this is why I, what I think I can bring into the table. And then like, I want an internship opportunity. You might not get it, but people will respect the like aggressiveness because like, I feel like a lot of people are aggressive in business, but it's like, um, don't really care about the experience more care about impressing them, be aggressive. And then also, um, so what I do when I do a cold, when I send my cold email, I ask them to schedule a video chat. And because then I start like going on a video call, I ask them good questions. And it's like, then they're impressed. So it's like, you have to think about how can I impress 
people. And so like you're selling yourself kind of. Okay. Yeah. So like as a high school student, you want to show them that you have initiative and you can like dive, dive deep for someone your age. Yeah. Like a willingness. Um, they don't care about experience. Cause like the experience you, all the experiences learned, like you're going to go into an internship experience and it's going to be totally new experience, new stuff. It's like, can we throw you in the deep end? Can you scrap around? And then can you make a success out of it? From my experiences, at least. I see. Okay. So it's like very much like a real world ex- environment, not like th- there's no sugar coating or. I mean, there could be, right? It's like some, maybe some people won't, they'll grant you an internship experience and it's, it's kind of eh, but it's like, do you want that? It's like, once again, it goes back to know what you want. If you want a real experience, then don't settle for less, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So just to recap, it's about being ambitious diving deep, taking initiative, having a sense of direction. Sure. But also like you, Elaine, also you need to recognize that like everything I say comes from like my pre-existing notions and like the perspective I come from. So when I say like being aggressive, being ambitious, like that works for me, but it might not work for someone else. It's like lean on your strengths. Like know what are you good at? Like, are you a very passionate? um, Are you a very compassionate person? Like, are you very empathetic? Like lean on certain skills and try to really flex those. It's so like, I'm like, I think I'm pretty good at being aggressive. Maybe mm-hmm. you're not. So it's like lean on your strengths. And um, yeah, you can't like, you can't adopt the same strategy for each person because we're all different. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I think that was like a pretty good general idea of like how you should find internships, how to get work experience. But I was also like, curious about more some of the more specific things so you talked about like cold emailing what's the success rate for that like like um, if you're comfortable okay, I'm gonna be honest I've been like I've been really shooting for the stars for like a summer opportunity and I've sent like 400 emails and um maybe I got like um okay so like maybe 75% of people don't respond um 20% of the people say they don't have an opportunity 5% show interest and what I've realized is like out of those 5% who show interest a lot of this stuff just tails off, you know? It's one thing for somebody to say, oh, yo, Aaron, like, this is really cool. And like, I'm gonna go talk to the HR person see if we can get you on board versus like, okay, here's the offer, you sign this and then you're confirmed for this summer, you know? So it's like, it's a numbers game at the end of the day, but you can also think about how can I optimize my email or this strategy, you know? Um, Got it. But like, this is very nuanced stuff. It's like different strokes for different folks, right? Like, you know? <laughs> Very okay. Thank you for that that metaphor. I pre- I appreciate it, Aaron. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Um. No, I think that's it. I feel like that was pretty comprehensive. Like. Yeah. Okay. Th- this is the last thing I I do want to say is like, um, like kind of like have your like maybe I've kind of laid out a generic blueprint, but it's like it goes back to figure out your own blueprint. Like figure out what works for you. And um, here's a metaphor. You're going to say it's corny, Elaine, but it's like teach a man or teach a person how to fish and like you feed them for a lifetime. But it's like, let's take a step back. And it's like, if I teach you how to fish, I'm teaching you how I fish. But it's like, let me teach you what your strengths are and then teach you how to develop your own fishing technique. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's this like- sounds like a pyramid scheme. I'm going no, to- No, 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 no. I'm saying- I'm saying <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Like, I'm kidding. No, I'm saying it's like, don't like learn how to create your own blueprints and like develop your own strategies and then maybe like see what I say and take some parts that are useful. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with you. Like, I think your approach 
I feel like it does fit your personality well and like from what our discussions in the past like what your interests are career-wise but like I guess if you're looking for a more maybe like a different type of role or different industry this approach is not necessarily the best and right we take go it back, with a grain of salt no no we go back to the fishing example there are all <laughs> kinds of different fish Elaine so the fish I go for is like startup internships but like what if you're trying to intern for a research thing or like yeah. um at like a nonprofit. Maybe like the, like what I do is I do very concise emails. I ask for video chats and I try to be very aggressive. I don't know if that would work um, for a different internship. So it's like, you have to be very flexible and understand that everything I say is like adopted based on what I'm looking for. And then like other people definitely have different objectives. And so you have to craft something for that objective. Yeah, and again, like, I want to reiterate that we're only high school students. So like our experience in the workforce is very limited. Like I personally, the only the internships or like jobs I've gotten have all been like education related. Um, and that's definitely a much different process than what Aaron's talking about. So like, just take it with a grain of salt. We are not experts, but this could possibly work for you. Like these strategies are sort of universal in all career fields, like cold emailing and being concise. So yeah. Yeah, just like, take what you think is true, dismiss everything else, and just see like what kind of principles work for you. But I do think internships are super valuable. Yeah, like, super, do your super thing. Valuable. Just do your thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we've talked a lot about like your startup experience now. So I think even though this isn't something that either of us are particularly interested, what are some like helpful research or like other academic programs that you've heard of for people who are listening that might be interested in that? Like, I know um, there's like the summer science program. That one's- Yeah, um, summer science program, RSI, there's like MOP. There's a lot of camps like that. And then some business camps are like LaunchX, MNTSI. And there's this like one at UPenn called leadership in the business world. Um, but what, I, what I've found because I did attend LaunchX and MNTSI is like those experiences are completely different than working at a startup or like a real world experience. So you also have to recognize, and they're, they're also very costly. So recognize that it's a cost benefit thing. Like think about, do I really need this experience? Or what if I try to got an internship and I actually got paid and I'm getting that experience, you know? Yeah. Well, what do you think you got out of like those summer programs as opposed to your actual internship though? Um, I think you get, I think you're playing in an environment where um, the thing with that is you're in an environment where you're with a lot of kids who have been told they're like special, unique, talented for many years. And it's <laughs> okay. definitely like, um, like you're with a lot of, you're, it's, a, it's definitely a unique experience where you get all kinds of like, cut this out. I don't even know. Like, I was just going to shit talk. I was going <laughs> to shit talk. I was going to shit talk the summer programs. It's true though, Elaine, you don't understand. Like you're with these people who have been told they're like, you're brilliant, you're special. We pick you, we pick you. It sounds you. like a DJ Khaled, like- No, but no, one. literally. And do like, think about like what that does to a lot of people's egos. Like you're- Oh yeah. Like high school students aren't shit, like no matter what. Like, mm -hmm. we, like we all have potential, but potential doesn't mean anything. So like, don't, don't say people are special based on their potential or else they don't realize it. Yeah, 100%. No. Um, Something that I've heard also is that it's too much structure. So it's not like as 
representative of what real world work is like or actually being in the field and doing a job there um so of course like you can learn a lot from being in these programs but there are a lot of benefits in being like in an actual internship that you wouldn't get like at a at a summer a competitive summer program yeah like for, for example for me right now i'm doing an internship and like you like what am i struggling with right now like i'm struggling with just being able to focus because i try to work um like consistently like three to four hours every single day and it's like that doesn't happen at a summer camp it's only happening because i'm getting paid there are expectations on me and i have to deliver certain outcomes and it's like okay i'm having trouble focusing well like the present situation demands that I have to learn how to focus. And it's like, you just like, you have to develop in certain ways because expectations force you to. And it's like, I've also had to learn how to like schedule my days a lot better. I've learned how to um, like be more productive and you learn a lot of things by being in kind of the quote unquote real world. Yeah. But um, I think there are a lot of really great summer camps out there. Like if you for if you're purely interested in like intellectual or academic learning like not necessarily as much of a real world or like hands-on experience I think another um there are a lot of like really selective math camps out there yeah yeah I don't know any but there are there are a lot of summer pro there are a lot of summer programs and then I think there are some ones that are pretty like I think there are a lot of stem ones the experiences I have are non-stem business ones and then my experience probably differs a lot from people who have done these very like intellectually stimulating um, research-based programs. Yeah. The, the one clarification I think it's important is like a lot of people think it's supposed to help you with your college apps, but like from what I've heard, it doesn't really mean anything. Like you sort of get, you get a lot out of the program itself, but like, for example, if you took a course at Columbia over the summer it's not necessarily going to help you that much like when you actually apply to that school yeah I agree I think at best if you get into a selective summer program it means you're a selective applicant so you probably have a decent shot of getting to a selective school I don't think getting into the selective program amplifies your application necessarily yeah yeah but like you can get a lot out of it either way so yeah yeah it's like yeah go for it for like a lot of the summer programs cost thousands of dollars. You're spending two months out of home. So, I mean, why not really make the use out of it, meet some amazing people, and then try to learn as much as possible rather than being like, all right, I got into this program, got in, got the new checkbox on the resume, and then, like, we're good, you know? Yeah. Okay. So, and I think now we can transition a bit. Like, what are some common mistakes that people make when they're applying to these kinds of programs or like maybe what's a mistake you made that other people should avoid bro i don't think people should attend summer um okay let's preface that the summer programs i went to are business-based and not like no not sliding them in any way but i just felt like like i'm interested in business i went to business camps i did internships at like a business environment it's way more valuable to intern at a real world place especially like Elaine, think about this. I'm getting paid to get experience versus I'm paying to get experience at a summer camp. All right. That's like that, true. that sets it apart already. But also um, like some of the programs I went to are entrepreneurship. And it's like, like, this is just my personal experience. Like you can't teach entrepreneurship. You can't teach somebody how to be innovative. You, like you, people just need to specialize in certain things and just get experience. And then like 
it'll slowly unravel. But I think for STEM, um, I think for a lot of STEM summer camps, it's a totally different experience. Yeah, no, because like, I think a lot of time you need, like for maybe like biology research or something, you need access to that like academic setting too. 100%. And there are probably people who really enjoy the programs that I went to. It's not like I didn't enjoy them, but it's just like, um, I felt like I could have spent a better use of time. But it's like, it comes back to like, know what you like, know what you don't like. And I guess for me, I realized I don't like that environment. So now I know moving forward, like when I make my decisions, I'm going to try to avoid that, you know? Okay. Is there anything else, like anything when you were in the process of applying for internships that you think you could have done better? Um, I haven't thought about this too much, Elaine. You're, it's a, it's a, you're throwing a curveball at me, but... Um, I'm making you self-reflect. That's what this is. Not really. I think um, you just have to be... It's like anything. You have to put effort. Like, like you think... Like, this is the mindset. Like, put yourself in more position. Like, hard work doesn't necessarily mean success. Hard work puts you in positions to be more lucky than most of the time. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. if I work very hard, I can't necessarily, like if I send a thousand emails, I can't necessarily guarantee I'll get an internship, but the more times I send an email, I'll, I like, I, um, I roll the dice again. And then I get, I have another chance to be lucky. So it's like hard work puts you in positions to be lucky. And it's like, so just put in time to try to get into these summer camps and then you'll probably maximize your chances. But at the end of the day, you also ha- like also recognize that getting rejected doesn't mean anything. Like um, you, like don't let, rejections and acceptances like dictate how valuable of an applicant you you think you are or really just anything right it just means like your path doesn't work well with the program that they're offering at this time no I think that was a really good way of putting that because like at the end of the day especially I think like for international internship applications it's true but also like especially for college applications it's really random like you never really know why you get selected or why you get rejected so like none of those things actually mean anything but like the merit of hard work is that you improve yourself like on an individual level and one day it will pay off it's never like the immediate results that yeah no and this reminds me of like the the, um this concept i read about it's called the hedonic treadmill and it's this idea of like 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 elaine let's say we got a thousand listeners for an episode like that would be really big for us right and but six months from now if we consistently got a thousand the expectations higher it's like if you always try to like, I want this, I want this, I want this. You're always on this just treadmill that never ends of like, okay, I need to feel, I need to feel validated by getting this objective or this objective. It's like, just enjoy the process and then we'll see if the objectives come and they probably will, you know? Yeah. I have another corny, corny idiom, metaphor, whatever. Um, mine wasn't corny. All right, Elaine, maybe yours is, but mine was No, <laughs> I, I don't really shoot for the moon. And you'll land among the stars. No, this That's, is true. No, this is no, true. It's true though. <laughs> no, I talked to I talked to somebody. Um, like I was trying to get this internship at a startup, and I didn't like I didn't get it. But like I was able to talk to one of the people. He was like, he was like, when you're trying to get internships, like don't put yourself in a box and be like, okay, I'm a high school student. This is probably where I can reach for. It's just like if you want, like, listen, if you want to intern at Amazon already, or you want to intern at Tesla, like I'm not saying it's possible, but it's like make that an expectation and you'll probably find yourself in a pretty damn good internship because you're not like limiting yourself by like, okay, I can probably only get an internship at this unpaid small business. You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, absolutely. don't put any limitations. Cause then you already like blocked yourself off. Yeah. 
I think like obviously it's good to have realistic expectations because um, you don't want to be arrogant or overestimate yourself but there's nothing wrong with shooting higher than you think you can go because a lot of times that will pay off or you'll end but, up in a better but who's to de- who's to decide how high you think you can go like you know okay like, yeah why, why is that like why is it arrogant to think um like I can do better than what I'm doing right now no I mean like for example like maybe I'm not a super experienced full stack developer and like I'm not going to go into like a senior level internship for that you know yeah I think you can yeah, I think just, I think you can, you have to be like graceful, graceful about it. Yeah, no, I think it's just like, you should go in with the perspective, like you're a high school student. So even if you think you're qualified, like you're probably not. And you should go into yeah. it with the mindset of like 100%. getting experience. Yeah, that's no, what 100%. I'm saying. Like, you're don't think qualified. that you're like the top of the applicant pool or like you have a lot to offer to them because at the end of the day, like you're only 17 and there's probably a very limited like um, breadth of experience you can give to other people, so. No, a hundred. I to- okay. I totally resonate with this. You are unqualified. We are all unqualified. Like at the end of the day, we're all kind of just imposters. But um, like, like don't think like, oh, I'm doing this because I deserve it. But just do it because like I'm willing enough to take this larger challenge, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That's it's the challenge. It's not you deserving. It's like, um, yeah, like for internships, you're always recognize that you're gonna be thrown in the deep end, and then you're always you should always be expanding your territory and just trying to learn more. And then you will find yourself in a good place. Yeah, I think it's just important to go in knowing that you're not qualified and you're going to like probably struggle a lot and you're going to have to learn, pick up a lot of new skills by being in this role. But it doesn't mean that you don't deserve to be there. You know, like that's the mindset you should keep up. But like if you go in with this mindset that you have a lot to offer to them as an employee or whatever, that's really not true. Um yeah, but I mean, also, but who, who, like, who decides, um, like, who decides whether or not I deserve this, right? Yeah, like, exactly. It's like, okay, let's say I wanted to be a VP of product at a startup. Yeah, I'm not qualified, but why does that mean I'm not deserving of this? Like, I'm confident I can develop enough skills where I could be like a very effective full-time VP. Like, who's like, is that arrogant? I don't know. But if if you end up being able to back that statement up, then I guess it wasn't too arrogant because you know that was within expectations. Yeah, just don't think like you deserve something because you yeah. had like XYZ experience and you're so great. 100%. I agree with yeah. that. Okay. Um, wow, we went through a lot right there. Yeah, that was like a very philosophical discussion, like on a very, a very high school, like basic philosophical discussion, but self-worth is a very interesting thing to think, think about as you get into the workforce, I guess. Um. So like as we go into college, because we're both high school seniors, right? Like what are the next steps, Aaron? Because like I have some idea of what I want to do, but like I want to hear from you. Like what what do you think your next steps are transitioning into college? Honestly, don't know. I, I, I went through this. I have like no, ex, I, I just don't put any expectations into college. Like I'm still waiting on where, like where am I even going to be going? But it's just like, um, like I talked to this one interviewer. Um, I think it was, I forget what college, but he was like, it really is about what you make it. And that sounds so corny, but it's, you know, every college offers something different, but like at the end of the day, there are people there, there are amazing people at any college and you will also be learning stuff. And also it comes back to like opportunity. And it's like, you can always create opportunities. So it's just like, don't worry about what college you go to, but 
I don't even know where I'm going with this, but I think my point is that like, I just don't really have, like, I'll just like, wherever I go is just wherever I go. I'd probably just go with the flow of things. I think I'm going to study business. I think I'm going to study um, CS also, but it's like, I don't know. Do I, I don't even know if I want to finish my four years at college, you know, like, I don't know if I want to just like, after one or two years, I'll probably just like dip and head into the, like, I don't know. We'll see. I think you should, I think you should follow through with graduating. I mean, if you're, if you're paying for one or two years, you might as well go through with it. Why? Well, because there's a lot of- I've been having disagreements with this, um, with like other people, but I I don't know. I just, um, like what, what, what is, Elaine, like, what do you think is the point of going to college at the end of the day? I think it's less about because like as a CS major, a lot of the skills you learn specifically for your degree, like how to code, you can learn that in like a three, like, I don't know, like a 12 week coding boot camp in like the Bay Area and you would pay a lot less money. But like, yeah, at the end of the day, you go to school to meet people. And like, it's not really about like what you're expecting to get out of it. It's like what you um the sort of the unexpected things you learn. And it's like not about like what you learn itself. It's teaching you to be like a very curious and like curious person who challenges yourself and like maybe you don't need school to reinforce that for you but I think for most people there's a lot of merit in like being in that system and I personally like look forward to that because I don't really know what to expect out of college but I just like expect to learn things I don't expect yeah no no that's 100% true just like what if an opportunity arises in the middle of college where I feel like I can meet a lot of other new people and I feel like I can expect the unexpected like I don't I just don't think college is necessarily has to be the unique environment for that so I'm not saying I am I'm just saying I'm totally open to that possibility I just like I literally don't know at all oh yeah no no I think that's definitely true like you you really never know what your life is going to be like maybe like three or four years from now but um I'm just saying for most like 99% of people this is how like usually the path that they take yeah um yeah And I think for, like, for me personally, because I want to work, I mean, I don't know for sure. Like, let me say this with a grain of salt. I could totally change my mind in a couple of years, but I'm pretty sure, like, at the moment, I want to work at, like, a Fortune 500 company. Um, It's in the bag. Well, you know what? I think there's a lot of merit to, like, working in that kind of structured environment, like, very specialized environment. Um, But most of those places want you to have a four-year bachelor's degree, and it is what it is, so... I don't have any complaints about that. No, okay. 100% I agree with that. It comes back to what I said about like reaching out to the people, like to the people who are in positions of power. And so it's like, if you network, you know, the right people, you don't need, like, you don't need to go through the normal system where it's like, you need this degree, you have to apply and then you have to rise up through the rankings. Like there are always like shortcuts and ways to bypass that, but it's like, you have to like be in like, like this sounds very weird and I, I guess like it's a very privileged thing to say because most people don't even have the opportunity to get that but all I'm saying is like just be open to like there's not always just one path that has to be followed yeah absolutely and like what you want to do right now is can be very different than what you actually end up doing as your long-term career so yeah yeah okay also everything we probably said in the past 45 minutes we'll look back on this and probably I feel like we changed our mind on like 90 percent of the things we just said All right. So I think normally this was like, I think we can wrap up like the serious part of the discussion now. Um, usually we transition to like a Q&A segment, 
but I don't think we need to do that for this time because Aaron and I are already very familiar. So we're going to talk about some more lighthearted topics, I guess. First of which is about LinkedIn. So like, how do you, how has LinkedIn impacted you? Because I, I have a lot of thoughts about LinkedIn, but like, what are your, what's your opinion on it? Um, from my point of view, I don't think LinkedIn is helpful for high school students. Like I don't add any of my um, work experiences. I don't do add any of my courses or my awards just because I, I feel like, you know, recruiters, like at the end of the day, if you're using LinkedIn to get a job, recruiters are not looking for high school students to hire, right? So what is the point of LinkedIn on, in terms of getting a job? What I do think is helpful for LinkedIn is like following certain people that share resources. It's like, sometimes I'll go on LinkedIn, there's a really interesting article, a really interesting post, and I can just check that out. But I think like a lot of people, at least for me, I don't think there's any point in creating a profile, making it seem very like putting my resume on there for the sake of it, unless I'm actually trying to get something. And I don't think you can get something as a high school student because recruiters are not looking at your profile in the first place. I see. That's fair. I, I don't know. Like, would you, do you think you would use it more in college then? Yeah, yeah. No, dude, I, Elaine, I used to go on LinkedIn and I just stalk my peers and be like, I want to know what's up. Oh, I want yeah. to see what other people are doing. And like, the, I guess that that can sound a little bit toxic, but it's also like, you know, when you see people are doing really impressive things, it's, it's also inspiring. So it's, it, it, sometimes it is fun to see like, what are these high school students also achieving? But um, I will use it in college because uh, recruiters will actually look for college students, but we'll see. Yeah. I think the nice thing about LinkedIn is like, usually when you're just talking to your friends, like these kinds of professional topics, like don't come up in your everyday discussion with your classmates. But if you stalk people on LinkedIn, you can get an idea of like what opportunities are out there. Yeah, a hundred percent. I, yeah, just like looking at people like, oh, they did this extracurricular. I didn't even know about this like opportunity. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And like, it is intimidating sometimes, I guess, because you see people have accomplished like three times more things than you have. And like they go to an Ivy League and it makes me feel like I've been very unproductive in my life. But I think you just have to look at it like glass half full that you can also do those things, you know, because like we're, we all grew up in the same area. Like we all have access to those opportunities. And like if you take the effort to re- look for them, like you can also find things like that. Yeah, Elaine, this sounds like imposter syndrome, but I, I think I said this already, but everybody's an imposter. So like to a certain extent, you know, like yeah. someone will look at you, Elaine, and think you're very accomplished. You will look at someone else, think they're very accomplished. And it's like never okay. ending cycle. Yeah. It's like the hedonic treadmill. Yeah. It's like that saying wealth is all relative. Um. <laughs> I think I'm about to go become a monk after you said that, Elaine. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I was able to inspire you. I'm gonna let go of all my desires. Yeah, you're going to relinquish all of your attachments to the physical world. Never, never cold email a recruiter again. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just feel like LinkedIn, it's nice for that purpose, but some people just take it way too seriously. Is that a toxic thing to say? I think some people take um, LinkedIn way too seriously. Well, I just think like like LinkedIn is like a social media basically. It's like use LinkedIn if there's a purpose. Like if you're trying to get a job, then obviously you can use it. If you're trying to um like network, then just network. But I 
so I think like there are a lot of protective uses, but with any social media, there's always like a lot of signaling, like status signaling. There, yeah. like, there are people who post like, I just got accepted to this college. And it was like, like all, all the props to them, but it's like, for what purpose did that serve? I get like, why, why, why did it have to be announced? It's like, yeah. maybe I just don't get that, but it's, um, well, I just think it's like, if you're going to do something, there has to be like an actual purpose behind it. But that's just my, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. But at the end of the day, it's just nice to have more information about what other people are doing. And it's kind of cool to see that like your classmates are really accomplished and driven people too. It's inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Just like sometimes you need to take a break, right? Like you can't be scrolling on your LinkedIn feed every single day if it's overwhelming. So it's like, just be like, you can't control what other people are doing and what they're doing on the social media. The only person you can control is you. If it's stressing you out, then just be smart with how you're using any social media, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess it's just like people don't have that as much of that mindset when it comes to LinkedIn because it's like a professional networking site. Um, but yeah, be aware of that. The last thing I want to say about LinkedIn is that people can see when you view their profile and they can see how many times you've looked oh at their profile. Oh my God, why is that a what, feature? Yeah, in why what period of time? <laughs> yeah, so if you go to someone's profile like 10 times in one day, they will know. So make sure you're on anonymous <laughs> mode. um make sure you do that because like it can be very embarrassing and like the record of who visits their page is there for like I think a month so it doesn't go away for a while yeah but also who cares right like okay I did view your page 10 times and and what okay but what okay let's say like (laughs) let's like I'm I'm not saying this is okay I'm going to tell you a story that happened to my friend um she really like thought this guy was cute right so she went down the rabbit hole a little bit and then went like on his LinkedIn many times in one day. And they didn't really know each other that well at that point. And he just messaged her and he was like, why did you look at my LinkedIn profile like five times today? So anyway, I, I'm just saying, if you're listening to this and you don't know that LinkedIn has- Yeah, this, so if you- Look find, out for yourself. If you find somebody attractive, make sure you're not viewing their LinkedIn profile multiple times because they might message you. Moral, that's the moral of the story. Yeah, and that's- also kind of creepy like I don't really know why you need to look at someone's LinkedIn five times a day but um just keep it in mind yeah like, just make, it can be make, nice but if you, if you know you're going to go on this LinkedIn profile multiple times just you know there's a snipping tool take a screenshot and then you can always pull it up when you need to <laughs> instead of just going back on LinkedIn <laughs> yeah I, I just like I hope you know that like their internship at Microsoft really isn't that interesting like you don't have to read about it 10 times um yeah. Okay. So what, so I think we can just like wrap up our discussion now. What's the general advice and takeaway you want to impart onto everybody? Do you have any advice too? Um, I'll go first, I guess. I think you should just keep an open mind, you know, always keep moving forward, looking for more opportunities. Um, you never know what will come your way. So don't think you should like hold back on um, looking for those things. And don't think that like just because you're younger or you're quote unquote underqualified, you don't also deserve those positions. Okay. Yeah. I think my thing is a little bit more g- g- um, general, which is like, I think, and this is obviously just what I think, but I think being able to learn, like, I think in our world today, we learn a lot by observing other people, like learning by reference to others. And I think it helps if more if more people had a balance of like, let me be introspective. Let me look at my intuition and think about like what I think is true while also balancing with what I learned from other people. 
because I feel like um, it's very easy to like, it's very easy to learn from other people and like adopt all your beliefs and mindsets from other people in your surroundings. And it's like important to also think for yourself and like, like what is intuitive for you and like balance those ideas. So it's like more about like figure out what works for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, thanks for talking about your internship experiences, Aaron. This was very specific and very helpful. So yeah, thanks for your time. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening to the ninth episode of Saturday School. If you enjoyed, make sure to follow mission.inspired on Instagram to keep updated with our next episode. We'll see you guys next time, two weeks from now.